you guys chill out? I'm trying to do a podcast. In today's section 312, Jamal Murray's penis. Tom Brady is a buck, and the Olympics have been postponed till 2021. We have a new Steelers list, Matt's moment, Drew's doomsday journal to get you through your long, exhausting week of doing nothing and sitting inside like good people, and an all-new starting five of worst animals to have in a fight this week in section 312. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a sports betting app. They do prop bets over unders, point values for only the best athletes that you can think of. They don't use any of those scrubs that can't even make a team. No, for real. They use all the best people. LeBron, Giannis, over unders. It's easy. It's point values. Uh, When you enter our code SEC312 and you deposit your first $10, you'll get matched. We'll give you, we will give you $10. And you will get ten dollars. Thrive Fantasy. Enter the code SEC three one two. All right, Matt, you come in here with this big smile on your head and this fresh cut, and I'm over here looking raggedy, and I'm thinking, you know, how how did you get that haircut right now? Because all the barbers are closed. Where did you go? Because that was like a two-day-ago haircut. So, I got to tell you something. I woke up like this. No, quite seriously, I got my haircut last month. And I just I just know how to style it. He says, Good for you. He says he's a stylist. He says, yeah. he says I'm hey, a stylist. Hey, shout out to Sierra in Edwardsville. Does good stuff. Hey, I do, I do my own hair. But then again, I don't really do anything to it. I just shave it off. So wait a minute, could Sneed become a ball guy of the week? No, there's still some. There's still some on there. Well, right, right. But how devoted would you be to go out and try and win the ball guy of the week or the ball guy of the year? Because you just got to get not- nominated one week. So if you go fully shaven for one week, we you may get the ball guy of the week. You know, and be there's entered a lot of in honors, the tournament. There's a lot of honors that I would that I want to receive in this lifetime, but that sadly is not one of them. You don't want to be in the categories of Mike Tyson, Jesse well, Rogers, Michael here's Jordan. We here's the thing: we included people that have have just as much hair on their heads as I do, if not more, but we're balding. So if I if I if I cut my hair and it looks really low. Where some people have said, "Oh, you look like you're bald." I get that all the time. Shouldn't that be uh, good enough? I mean, I gotta say, it's gotta be pretty Joey, short. Joey Chestnut was nominated uh, for Bald Guy of the Week and Bald Guy of the Year tournament, so balding would be acceptable here. Yeah, balding would be acceptable, but you're not balding. You're shaving by choice and choosing not to go all the way to try and sneak your way into a tournament. You're the SIU of the tournament. Well, here's the thing. Now that we're in quarantine, I'm in no hurry to give myself a haircut anytime soon since I have nobody to nobody to impress. So, Speaking of nobody to impress, <laughs> we got to talk about some sports here before we get into all fun and games. But it's going to be fun and games. Uh, Tom Brady, officially a Buccaneer. $30 million, I believe it was, a year for two years. Um, so sixty million total. I I personally do like the move. I think he's got two very good weapons, three very good weapons. If you're including OJ Howard, um, he doesn't. Which nobody ha- is. He he doesn't have really a good running back, but Bruce Arians, I believe he's still the coach down there, and I I don't know. Can he turn? Can he take that team to a Super Bowl? Absolutely not. Really? You don't think so? They have no offensive line, no defense, no running backs, no tight end. Mike Evans gets in, uh, is injury prone from time to time, and Chris Godwin had one good year. And now you have to play New Orleans 
Atlanta, who's fully stacked now on offense and should have no excuses of why not to make the playoffs. And why am I blanking? Who's the fourth one? Carolina? Carolina's yeah, in that division? Yeah, and the, Pan- the Panthers aren't going anywhere either. So I'm glad you brought up Carolina. Cam Newton's gone. He's straight out of the building gone. They released him. Um, there were reports I saw... I can't remember who sent it to me. I think you sent it to me about the Bulls that were, or not the Bulls, the Bears. The Bears potentially wanting Cam Newton, but more coaches on the inside of things preferred Nick Foles because they had relationships with him. Um, Cam Newton, though, where is he booking a flight to? Where is he going to go work out? I mean, besides Washington with Ron Rivera, which is an obvious choice and probably easiest destination of his landing spot but other than that see i see i disagree though like washington's already got their own quarterback problems and all these random quarterbacks there they just traded for kyle allen who was virtually newton's sort of replacement last year if i'm cam newton why would i want to go to washington to begin with when there's a team in new england that needs a quarterback so you think he's gonna go New England? I feel like it just made it. I feel like it makes the most sense. They need a quarterback. They signed a Brian Hoyer, and like that's great and all, but really, I mean, New England's not. New England is not gonna want to just, you know, lay down and play dead now that Tom Brady's gone. I feel like if anything, it's just gonna get them more hyped to try to compete again, and. If they can get Cam Newton, and Cam Newton's obviously a, a big competitor guy, and you know, still I think still has plenty in the tank. Why, if you're him, why wouldn't you want to go to New England? And if you're New England, why wouldn't you want to bring in a guy like Cam Newton? I mean, I could see Cam going to New England. I don't think it's going to happen, but I don't think it's the best like move for well, both parties. Much, well, it's like you pretty much have. I was discussing with my roommate today. Like you pretty much have New England that could use Cam Newton, and then you have maybe Miami, maybe, and then like maybe you have Jacksonville. But it seems like they're all in on Minshew Mania, so it's like why would you bring in you know, Cam Newton? Right, right. And Miami and Miami wants Tua, wants Tua Tagovailoa, so why would you bring, unless you want Tua to back up Cam until he's healthy. But what about I don't, Cam, I don't think Cam Newton wants to do that. What about San Diego? I will always call him San Diego. Uh, I guess Yeah, I guess the Chargers. I forgot about them. What about Denver? Yeah, I mean Denver's got the two young quarterbacks cuz they've got Brandon Allen and then they've got uh the kid from Mizzou, Luke, uh Luke Falk or no, Drew Lock. Yeah, right. Drew Lock. So I mean and Drew Locke, I thought, looked really good at the end of the season. So I guess that's up to Denver if they believe in those two quarterbacks or not. Yeah, so Cam Newton out in Carolina. Are guys, are we even going to have a season this year? Probably. You think? You think by September when games start yeah. rolling around, you think all this Rona stuff's going to be just gone? I mean, maybe, but the the NFL makes enough money where they could they could probably I feel like they could probably get away with having games without fans. Like just in TV revenue alone, they could probably they could probably get away with it for a couple weeks. But what about the players? What does it say about the players that they're willing to just throw their players out there so they can make money? Well, the players have to get paid too. Yeah, that's <laughs> a very good point. And for the owners, it's like if you're going to pay the players anyway, like if they can go out there and play, you know, might as well might as well be the best for everybody. So we'll see if we'll have a season or not. I don't think we're going to have a baseball season. I really don't. But nah, nah, that's we preposterous. We, it we will. will be delayed Every, at least. Everything's yeah. Every, everything's going to get back to normal or some sort of normality eventually. Also, the NHL season must finish because we want to defend that cup, man. Why? If anything, you shouldn't want it to finish so you can hold that damn cup for another year. And 
It's not going to be the same because we need to earn it. No, it, it, I, it, we want back to back. We want 2019 and then 2020. What, we don't what's want the difference? Then 2021 with the asterisk. But besides you get, yeah, you're going to become a part of the Houston asterisks. No, no, fuck that. That's a different oper- uh, that, That's a different uh, situation there. They cheated. We well, earned it. Well, you guys cheated too. You said Rona. You said let's go Rona. <laughs> but no, no. no, we said Kronky sucks. But no, this is this is my my uh, my point though, Matt. Like, if the season doesn't finish, then you still get to hold that cup another year. It doesn't matter how you do it; it's just that you do it. But here's the thing: I know we're talking about NHL now. That was this was not in the outline, but. We want Petrangelo to earn the cup with us because after this season, he's a free agent and he's probably not coming back because of that price tag. He wants that money, I think. Matt. So we want we want Petro to win, though, with us. Matt, I, I love getting you all fired up because it's time for Matt's moment. Matt. <laughs> Rant it up. What, what's your moment about? What are you really thinking about? I was thinking about this on my way here, uh, like about 25 minutes ago. I I want to congratulate that Jordan Tamu guy because he didn't get drafted from the NA, uh, for the NFL. And then he got picked for the XFL, did good things. We only played like, what, four games, five games, something like that. So... Like it was a short-lived stay, and we really enjoyed it. So, congratulations to Jordan Tamu for uh, getting picked by Kansas City. And now I think some people are going to become Chiefs fans, if not just spectators, because they like what they did in St. Louis. Matt, big XFL guy, huge, and also Kronky uh, still sucks. And that was Matt's moment. Get him fired up again next week in Section 312, where he always has his moment that we have to sit through. But you know what? We got something that we got to really talk about right now. I woke up, and I get a text from Drew, Drew's Doomsday Journal, and he says, Bro, did you see Jamal Murray? I'm like... No, what, what do you mean, Jamal Murray? So I go to Twitter right away, right? He's like, bro, buddy posted a video. I was like, what? Go to Twitter. He posted a video of himself receiving oral pleasure from his girlfriend on Instagram. And then he claimed he was hacked and somebody put that out there. And then he proceeded to get roasted from all of social media about the hair on his pubiscus. I mean, the the whether or not he was hacked part could be could be legit. Because remember, uh, uh, the Laramie Tunsil. On NFL draft day a few years ago, there was the picture that leaked of him ripping a bong, and he said he got hacked. And it's like that kind of makes sense because you're not going to obviously you're not going to knowingly post something like that on uh, completely on different. So, I mean, maybe completely different. I mean, is it though? From about to being in the league to having a sustainable job and ha- being like too wildly drunk one night and maybe posting it and not thinking. I don't think he was hacked. I feel like celebrity use celebrities use that way too often. I want one of them to just come out one time and be like, "Yeah, you know, I did it." What 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 do I have to be ashamed of? I have a good-looking girlfriend, I'm making a lot of money, I'm in the NBA, and now I want to go try and make money in a different industry. Nobody ever does that. They always resort to, I'm hacked. I got hacked. Can't well, believe yeah, I got hacked. Maybe they really did, though, because they are yeah, that's what I'm saying. all the time. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it's not a possibility. I'm just saying I'm tired yeah. of them always going to that excuse first. It's because there'd be way too much negative publicity if they really, like, think about how much negative publicity there already is. But now look how many people are talking things- about Jamal Murray. 
Yeah, but not in a good way, is what I'm saying. It's not in good light. He still broke the internet. No, I don't know, because I never saw him trending on Twitter. I didn't even know what the hell you were talking about until you just now started talking about it. It was trending. Like, like when like, you like when you sent us the outline and you were talking about his wiener, I'm like, this is going to be weird. I don't, know why he's, <laughs> I don't know why he's talking about that, but okay. I guess we're going to – some kind of a leak. It was, yeah, I was like, I, I, was yeah. like, I guess I'm going to learn something on tonight's episode. But, you know, <laughs> this is nothing new. This is nothing new because I remember a while ago the Stephen Curry thing was trending and then there was that one finals game where LeBron whipped it out on live television. I know you remember that, Jeremy. What are you talking about? You don't ever, when he was playing for the Heat, that was all big news too. He was sitting on the bench or whatever and he was playing with this short and his his schlong just came out of his shorts on national television. What is it with you and NBA guys' wieners? Why do you got to make this a me thing? It's not like I called them up and say, hey, LeBron. Or hey Jamal, will you please do this? What? Well, you're you're over here acting like I should have an encyclopedia of every N- NBA player's wiener. No, I'm, I just remember. No, I just remember live <laughs> events where you know something drastic happened that got everybody talking at a certain time. It's like Janet Jackson at the Super Bowl. It's no different. I mean, it's a little bit different. That was a Why? global Why? stage. That was so is the NBA Finals? What, what's your point? The point is, I've how many pe- like how many people know about the Janet Jackson thing? Literally millions of people. How many, how many people, people know, know about, about the Jamal Wiener? Murray thing that just happened? Millions of people. How many? Clearly th- not us. Clearly not us. That's because you guys three right here. That's because you guys aren't hip like the cool kids say. Hey, I've been all over Twitter since I have nothing to do in, anymore during this stupid quarantine, and I still didn't know what you were talking about. So. You know what's not going on? The Olympics. They're done, right? The Olympics postponed till 2021. Japan in Tokyo is where they were supposed to be held. So now they're next year. Um, how does this affect the athletes in preparation? Are they glad they get an extra year to train when this all settles down? Are they upset because they did all this work for this point? Like, what? Where do you think their heads are at? Well, yeah. first, I want to say that I think they are one. It's mixed feelings, I think, because you got one side of the story where, oh, hooray, I get one extra year to train or, you know, see family a little bit more often. But then you have the other side. You Now you only have three years to prepare for the next one. I think it's I think it's a little bit of it's a little bit of bittersweetness because I think. I mean, you train, you've been training for this for, I mean, the cliche is you've been training your whole life for this, but like realistically, they've been, they've been devoting the last couple of years of their lives to getting to this moment and you, you compete in the tournaments and you, you clinch your spot at the Olympics and all that. And then for, for them to then say, well, now you got to wait a whole nother year. I, I think of it like, like an MMA fighter or a boxer where you get that date, you're like, all right, I'm fighting you know, June 12th. All right, cool. I've got six months to prepare. Well, then what if they were like, actually, that's June 12th of 2021, and we still need you to be ready. At the same time, I feel like they're in these, for it to get postponed for this reason, they're probably happy that they're not going to catch coronavirus. But at the same time, probably a little upset that they've been training and now they have to delay it for a year. But if Quentin was in the Olympics, if Q over here was in the Olympics and like maybe he was doing basketball or something, if he had to do the Olympics, he would be really sad because he'd be like, God damn, now I have to wait one more year to eat that Big Mac. I knew that's what he was wanting to do. Big Mac? What are you talking about? Well, yeah. You like, I know that you like to um, work out, right? You work out. This was in college, I remember, and you're like, "God damn, I can't have this Big Mac until Friday because that's my cheat day." You just like, just Matt, but if you're an Olympic athlete, you don't get that Matt, cheat day until, you know, after the event. Matt, can I, can I tell you something? What's that? I have never had a Big Mac in my life. Oof. I just, Oof. I just, I just picked the food, man. Whopper, 
Never had a Whopper. Nuggets. I don't care what you I've never had, had a Whopper care. either. Ooh. I had to pick something for the joke, goddammit. Just go with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. We need a break from all this madness. We're, our heads are all off of the walls. This quarantine has gotten everybody in the fritz right now. How's it down there in Florida right now? Dude, it sucks. They the locked, beaches, did they lock down? The beaches are nah, – it's not a full lockdown, but certain counties are closing the beaches. And the, you it's can't about go to damn the, time. You can't go to the bars. I think restaurant. I think most restaurants right now are only like takeout and delivery. The gym is closed, which is still a major pain in my ass. But I know, I know. I've been running sucks. on the treadmill. I've been using rusty weights from like the eighties or the nineties. You have weights, bro. At least bro, you have weights. There's so, I was. It's like I was doing. I was doing makeshift exercises with my suitcase just to like do something. Dude, it's it's like I'm working out hoping I get tetanus. <laughs> like seriously, every curl is an inch closer to some tetanus. Oh jeez. Yeah. yeah. So I feel you on the gym thing. But it is time Sneedler's list, Jeremy. What is oh your list for us? This week, so we went. We're doing things a little differently this week with with Sneedler's list. It's a different kind of list. So I don't know if you guys have seen, but I've I've been enjoying it. Uh, but MLB.com has been polling different athletes and having them come up with their all time lineup, or, or not yes. so much all time, but like a must win lineup. Yes, I saw that. So this is so that's what I'm doing for this week. I'm just, Sneezer's list is going to be my must-win lineup for Major League Baseball. Okay. So, we're gonna go, so to explain this, we're going to go top to bottom, first through nine. This is my, I got my exact batting order. I've got my starting pitcher, and I've got my closer. Are you ready? So on the mound, this is game seven of our must-win scenario. On the mound, Pedro Martinez getting the ball. He's my starter. In the leadoff spot, at short, number two, Mr. Derek Jeter. In the two spot playing right field, we have Mike Trout. In the three hole, I don't necessarily like this guy that much, but in, in the sake of this kind of thing, in left field, Barry Bonds. In the cleanup spot behind the dish, we have Mike Piazza. At number five, the, cru- the crucial spot in the lineup there. At third base, we have Mike Schmidt. At number six, holding it down in center field, we have Ken Griffey Jr. At number seven, the designated hitter, Mr. Edgar Martinez, because he's going to get on base for my number eight hitter, which is Albert Pools, holding it down at first base. And rounding things out at number nine in the lineup, almost like another leadoff guy. At second base, Mr. Ryan Sandberg. And then to round things out when the game is on the line and then bottom of the ninth, it's Trevor Hoffman who's going to close things down for my squad. That was your squad? Yes, sir. Huh. A lot of names on there that I would not have put on there. Like who? I definitely wouldn't have chose Trevor Hoffman over Mariano Rivera, for one. Why not? I definitely would have started somebody maybe like Nolan Ryan over Pedro Martinez. Somebody like... Pedro was. I'm just telling you how I would have set my... The pool hole. Yeah, like all-time first baseman is actually like... you know, I like because there's not, not that actually that like, come to mind. Pujols might be the goat of the goat. <laughs> I, I was saying that he may be the goat. Um, Pujols, and then like what I was considering was maybe Frank Thomas, but he's kind of more of a DH. Right. Like, you, get, you know, he was an above average, right? Player. And people like Hernandez even compare. No, um, not even close. Maybe McCovey. You know, you got yeah. Willie McCovey. That right. You could, you could make mention Eddie Murray. Yeah, Pujols the go to first baseman. We can all agree that he's the go to first baseman. Now, you said um, I walked away really, really quickly. I walked away from the mic uh, momentarily, so I didn't catch the catcher. Who was the catcher that you picked? Mike Piazza. Okay. I I like Fair that. 
I like the Mike Piazza pick strictly strictly because of of his of his offensive abilities and he I mean he was he held his own behind the plate of course but in a must win game if I'm picking any catcher I want a guy that that hit 460 homers and was a threat at the plate. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, that's true. Now what about a guy like Ivan Rodriguez? See Pudge, I kind of put. I put Pudge in that third or fourth category. I put Piazza ahead of Johnny Bench, just slightly. Just slightly, and then Pudge is a little behind Johnny Bench. So where's Molina in all this? He's not. Not even, not even close. He's <laughs> I'm not. talking about the youngest one. He's not. He's not. He's not. Yeah. Not, I mean, Yachty's been consistently good, but his offensive numbers are just terrible. And defensively, I mean, there's there's been better catchers to have defensively. Now, I say his offensive numbers have been going up in recent years. Now, where did you have Jeter? Did you have him at short or did you have him at, at second? Short. Yeah, he was why, numero uno, why, senor. Why would, I, why would I have him at second base? Because Alex Rodriguez was the better shortstop. See, everyone keeps talking about that. Rodriguez, to me, is a third baseman. He's not a shortstop. He he was a better shortstop at the time, and they moved him over to third. Well, I know he moved. I know he used to play short when he was with Seattle and 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 all that. But Jeter, Jeter's great, and if you're gonna have if you're gonna have someone leading off, I like Jeter. And for uh, a Rod, a Rod's been good, but I don't know. I feel like there's just better. I feel like there's better players than a Rod. Uh-huh. So you, I, I mean, I definitely think Jeter should be on there. Um, Ken Griffey in center, yeah, I definitely have to have Ken Griffey. Um, I Sammy. Well, what about Jim Edmonds? Sammy Sosa would have to probably be in there. Shut your mouth, Matt. Dude, seriously, this is legit. Like Jim Edmonds, <laughs> this some crazy shit. Jim Edmonds is not even Yadier Molina is closer to the all-time catchers list than Jim Edmonds would be to the center field list. There are so many better center yeah, fielders than Jim Edmonds. Yeah, I would take Mookie Betts over Jim I would Edmonds take Mike right Tr- now. Mike Trout. <laughs> well, easily Mike Trout over Jim Edmonds. Yeah, but you got really. I mean, there's you can go on and on about center fielders. Yeah. Okay. So besides those. I mean, I do like now, that. Now you guys, you guys can work on your lists for next week, and we can compare then. I, I think, I think at third, I probably would have put Mel, uh, Miguel Cabrera though. But at third base, that was only like when he was in Miami. No, like in a little, in a little bit of Detroit. But. Right, but that's when he won the triple crown. Is when he was at third. That's a bold. That's a bold strat. There's a lot of good third basemen. Even though, roids, even though he was on roids, even though he was on roids, he won the triple Ooh, crown. Miggy? Yeah, Miggy. Miggy. Yeah, Miggy. He wasn't on roids. He just became a fat ass when he started eating a bunch of empanadas. So that was Steelers list. It's brought to you by our friends over at Karaoke Adventure. Do you want the best entertainment around? How about a Zoom call or a Skype call with Karaoke Adventure? Since they're not going to houses right now because of the Rona. They could still provide you entertainment if you got a big enough speaker. He could give you all the karaoke you need for a karaoke adventure. They provide everything, the, t- the DJ, the TVs, the lighting, the PAs, the mics, everything you need for a singing good time. Over 30 years of experience, contact Eric St. Michaels today at 773-732-6597. Go follow them on Facebook, see videos and more at karaokeadventure at facebook.com today. It's been pretty boring on my side. Uh, you said it seems pretty boring down there in Florida. Matt, you're always working and going to bowling, and you're having the most life of the party right now. Dude, actually, I went to the bowling alley last Thursday, and I see a sign on the door saying, we're closed until further notice. Sorry for the inconvenience. So I was kind of pissed. So what am I supposed to do now? But I we bowling, yeah, <laughs> sure maybe. But I, I do gotta say I've been I've been working remotely. Uh, you know, the, the the grind don't stop as they say, and uh, <laughs> the marathon I've been, continues. I've been helping my church with live streaming. Uh, I've been setting up some live streaming. Uh, you know, with YouTube and uh, some nice cameras and microphones. It's a cool ass setup. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. You, so I've been doing that. You're, live streaming you're helping your for community. Literally hundreds of people. 
Look at you. And I'm over here just wasting away watching The Circle and playing the show every day. That's great. We're going to start it right there. The Circle. Where Dude, are you? Because Vance love- isn't here. You find, you didn't watch Love is Blind with us, but you should at some point. I will, I will after I get done watching The Circle. I wanted to watch The Circle first. Okay, so I finished The Circle. I got Vance on The Circle. Where are you right now? And we'll do a little recap of some of your favorite parts and some of the people that you like and don't like of the show. So I am early on in the circle. I'm on episode three where Miranda just Wait, first of all, first of all, before you continue, uh, disclaimer to the listeners, there might be some spoilers. <laughs> Fair point. So. Yeah, so I just I just got to the point where where like Miranda has been like flirting with everybody and yeah, I'm at, I'm on episode three. So if that, if that helps. So who has been voted off? Alana. She was the only one, right? She was the bikini model. Yeah. That sucked. I didn't want her. To, I didn't want her. To, I didn't want her gone. <laughs> she, she, she was actually at the playboy not. mansion no, and she, everything. She was, she was a nice person and she wasn't, playing she wasn't being a catfish she wasn't like being someone she wasn't she was like i'm just gonna be me and hopefully everyone likes that and they're like nah she's a catfish like fuck her and then they voted her off and then she showed up at that girl's apartment she was like bitch i'm real (laughs) yeah that okay so that's my favorite part of the show is that after they get voted off they can go meet one player face to face and finally see if they are who they say they are that's my yeah, favorite. I didn't know I didn't know that was a thing in the show until it happened. I'm like, no way, that's awesome. Can I give you a spoiler? No. No, just um you, it, no. it's nothing it's about like no. a Oh my god. No <laughs> Just fast forward in the episode. Just me. hear me out. Just hear me out. Just hear me out. Okay. No. It's not gonna mention no. it's not Shut gonna mention mouth. anybody. Nope. It doesn't mess it doesn't mention right, anybody. I'm taking my headphones off. All right, if you're gonna if you're gonna say it, I'm taking my head. No, no I, I seriously don't want to know. Don't tell me. Oh, I don't tell Mash. The user, the listeners might want to hear it. Sneed yeah, has here, his uh, headphones off. Just here, tell me. Don't don't tell me. I'm taking the headphones off. Okay, Matt. So as I was trying to tell Jeremy, and for all the listeners out there, there's so many like twists and turns of this show. Because me and my girl, we started watching it, and then she started not getting into it, but I was into it. And the farther down the road I watched, the more little twists and turns that they would add into the show that you wouldn't expect to make it more interesting. And then she started watching it with me again because she got so invested in all these like little hidden things that they throw at you and all these curveballs, right? Well, one of the curveballs that they threw as you get uh, farther down in the show... When somebody gets voted off, they like I just told Jeremy, they get to go meet one player face to face before they get to leave. Well, the one twist and turn they did was the person who became uh, one of the people to vote off somebody. Then they had to go meet somebody face to face instead of the person who got kicked off meeting somebody and they had to kick them off the show face to face. Right? That's crazy. Right? That's, Isn't that nuts? That's crazy. It is nuts. So one person Sneed, had to go back. to another person. All right. So it was nuts. All right. So uh so Sneed, uh what Quentin was telling me was that one girl got a Big Mac thrown at her face. Really? What, oh, what is yeah, with really. you and Big yeah. Mac? Sorry, sorry to spoil it. What is with you and Big Mac? Are you hungry? Have you not? Had nobody feed you? You better go tell we your wife to honest. make you some dinner. Here, Quentin, right now. But Quentin, here's here here's the people I like and don't like so far in three uh, in three episodes. Yeah, who do you like? <laughs> I love Chris. I think he's awesome. Yeah, I I I was a big fan of him. I like Chris. I like Sammy. Yeah, I liked her too. I'll give like I'll give like three of each. I like Chris. I like Sammy, and honestly, I love Joey. He cracks me up, man. Yeah, I had like mixed a- I had mixed emotions <laughs> about him when I first saw him in the show. You know, I thought he was gonna like, be he like, sucks. yeah, he sucks, but he's hilarious. Like he <clears throat> he reminds me of the Jersey Shore. Like you don't like the <laughs> Jersey Shore because it's a good show. You watch it because it's funny. That's him. Like he's not a good like he's not good, but he's a fun person. Right, right. And then 
I, I do not like Shubham. What? Shuby. He's just annoying to me. He reminds me of like half the people I went to high school with, and it, it drives me nuts. So I, I'm not a fan of his. Um, I'm not a fan of, who is it, the Rebecca Seaburn character. That's a unique name. I've never heard that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not crazy about that, and I'm not a big fan of Antonio. The more the more I watch the show, the more I don't like him because he. I feel like he's taking this whole thing way too seriously. Where he's, I feel like he thinks he's on like Big Brother or like, real like. I, don't know, I feel like he, he thinks he's on a different reality show because he's he keeps acting like this is so serious and he's right. like strategizing and. Well, it's for a hundred thousand dollars. I don't like, and I get that, but. Uh, it's like everybody else on the show is like they're taking it seriously, but to an extent, like they're still trying to have fun. But I feel like he's just so, and I get that because he's a professional basketball player. That like everything's a competition. Like I get that, but it's like, dude, just relax. It stresses me. Off. I love it. I think every reality show, every reality game show, should be like that. Where they should just keep replacing people until a certain point in the season. And but then. I love it. And then what? Then it just finally gets down to a certain amount, and you go from well, there. You get, I, I feel like you get to like you get to a few, you know, half, like I don't know, maybe like a halfway point or something, and then you, you know, then you're like, all right, this is it. Like you are the final. You know, this is it. You guys are the last of whoever. Okay, so you're a fan of maybe, those type maybe, of shows. Like, I, I've maybe, learned from watching this show. I'm not a fan of that. Maybe like the first, the first like four or five weeks of the show, like replace a couple people you know because you don't really get to know much about those first couple people that get voted off of a show anyway so it's like why not get a couple other people into the mix how are you about live finales i love live finales i feel like that's the only way the only way you should do it yeah you're a big fan of the live finales where you have the the finalist people and then reveal in front of like a live audience and stuff oh like like survivor style yeah you don't know who wins until that right until the live finale yeah i mean otherwise otherwise why would you really watch the finale you know i mean so I, it's I really, like that makes okay sense. okay so other otherwise you can't really call it a, a finale it's more of a reunion like you know you can't call it a finale if you're not going to do something crazy but if you're just bringing all the people back just to have them back, then I feel like that's a reunion, not not uh, not a finale. Okay, what do you mean? Like if like in Love Is Blind at the end where they have everybody there to talk, I, like um like the Bachelor like the Bachelor and Bachelorette do that. The challenge does that where like they'll have the finale where someone is crowned a winner, whether it's in front of a live audience or if it's in competition, they, the, the episode is the finale because someone wins. And then they do another episode where everybody comes back and they discuss the whole okay, season. Okay, right. And they but, what about, but what about a combination where they have the people back as they do the grand finale live? Oh, so you mean like Dancing with the Stars? Yeah. Yeah, that's live anyway, but still. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. Okay, so that's our review right now of The Circle. You're through episode three. By the time you're done, by the time next week's show, Vance will be here. If not, because I put him on that too, and he was a huge fan of it. Uh, Things get crazy. I did like that show a lot. I saw they they got renewed for a second season as well as Love is Blind. Two more seasons. Each show's getting two more seasons. Yeah, so The Circle was awesome. I did like The Circle. When you're done with both of those shows, The Tiger King. You need nah, to watch probably, The Tiger King. Probably, not. probably well, not. Tell me why not. I don't know. I'm just not – I'm not intrigued. I, I, true crime stuff like doesn't intrigue me. It's not true crime. I mean it is true crime because it did happen. But the same thing – it's crazy, man. This I love, I love how Quinn's like, it's not true crime. Oh, wait, it is. It but is. it's not. <laughs> well, when you say true crime, I automatically start to think of like Law and Order and Bones no, and no, White Collar. The, the, and I don't like the Ted those. Bundy, the Ted Bundy stuff. Like, okay, but see, the, yeah, you're right. I wasn't, into the, I wasn't into the Ted Bundy tapes, but I did watch the Aaron Hernandez thing. You know, it's just pick and choose on what I yeah, like. I'm not you know? watching that either. Man. I haven't watched All right, so that was our review of The Circle. 
Now it is time for another rendition of Drew's Doomsday Journal. We go down the life of former host Drew Miller as he tells us about how life is going out in Virginia amidst this whole virus, the boredom, what is going around with his morale, his supplies, Drew's Doomsday Journal. Log day seven Wednesday March eighteenth two thousand twenty. So news is with the gym closed. Had to figure out how to do something. Decided that this is an awesome opportunity to go buy a bench press. So we have lift off on a home gym. We're making moves on that. Um, work from home is becoming, I guess, more bearable. Don't know how many more Zoom meetings I can take and trying to fill my day. I'm already about three quarters of the way through the office, so I mean, that's going to have to get rerun about four more times before the end of this. And honestly, I'm just in open space looking for movie recommendations. So, quick log, day 7, March 18th, 2020. Chronologue, day 8, Thursday, March 19th, 2020. Home gym was a success today. Actually, I was able to get a good lift in. Um, big news, really exciting, is the apartment above us has decided that it's time to learn to play the trombone. So we've got a trombone going off for 40 minutes a day now, and it is going just as great as you can think it is. Uh, work life's more bearable. I can already feel everything starting to get cl- uh, closing in. Everything's getting tight. It's getting snug up in this place. It's going to be tough, stuck in a two-bedroom, tiny little apartment for the foreseeable future. Um, oh, I have the video, but this is on audio. I bought a new shirt. Apparently, drunkenly last weekend, decided that I was going to do some Amazon shopping. So this is the tree of life, I guess. Um, some EDM-y company. But repping it, drunk shirts, trumpet players, and the bench is working suitably. March 19th, 2020. Day 8, Coronavirus Log. Quarantine Log, Day 10. Uh, Things are starting to get really shitty around here. There's nothing to do. Can't go out on the weekends. Staying in and watching Netflix is pretty fucking boring. Running out of booze. These are really tragic times that we're in, folks. I mean, I, I don't know how much more of this I can take, man. We got, what? A couple more weeks? I'm gonna go crazy. Shit. Well, keep your thoughts and prayers with me as they go through these times. Nothing really happened today. Went out, bought a couple books. Because I guess it's time to start reading or something. So, yeah, that's it. Quarantine, day 10. March 21st, 2020. Coronavirus log, day 11. Sunday, March 22nd. 2020. So, made it through the first weekend of serious quarantine. Got the work week coming up. Uh, been pretty chill days. 
got a run in outside. Things are all right. Not a big deal. Um, looking forward to actually the work week for the first time in forever. I mean, it gives you something to do. Watch Tiger King, though. Shout out to Joe Exotic, free my boy. Uh, give it a look if you guys haven't out there. So that's what's new in the world. And watch Marble Racing. ESPN is hitting rock bottom. Hopefully they can pull it out because without sports, Marble Racing has become our new center of entertainment. And the worldwide leader in sports is putting Marble Racing on. So that's day 11. Current letter flog. March 22nd, 2020. Coronavirus log, day 12. It's Monday, March 23rd, 2020. Things are slow. The days are blending together. I don't know what day it is. Got to like triple check four times throughout the day to make sure that I know what's going on. Um, it's really shitty. Everything's shutting down around there. World is essentially closing. Virginia here is actually still open, which is nice. We're pretty slow behind the curve here. Uh, grow my hair out. These sick, see these sick head sideburns. Got got the the crown jewel on top. My bald ass head. But we're gonna grow everything else out. We're gonna have a quarantine beard by the end of this. That's my new goal. Uh, things are losing interest that were last week keeping us by. So gotta find some new things. Bought some books. Uh, gonna learn how to code. So. That's update, day 12, Monday, March 23rd. All right, Tuesday, March 24th, started intermittent fasting. That's going to be the new activity to keep myself from drinking a half a case a night. Uh, going pretty well. Going to be shredding these six-pack abs out by the time uh, Hot Boy Summer's over. So that'll be exciting. Uh, you know, I realized that I picked the one year ever to be fit for the summer that we're not gonna have a summer. We're not gonna be able to go outside and do stuff. So um, if you're inside, I think like at this point, if I hadn't already committed to this, you might as well just give in and accept that it's probably not gonna happen anyways. So just eat your brains out. But I don't know, I'm gonna stay committed to the cause because who knows, maybe something will happen with this. update is Wednesday, March 25th, 2020, day 14 of quarantine. We're at the two-week mark, folks. I think at this point, everyone's getting a little stir-crazy. As I mentioned earlier, places are shutting down, and it seems like more about the day. Um, I'm feeling pretty cooped up inside. Got a little run-in yesterday, but I mean, this is is some tough shit, folks. Um, Morale's okay right now. Had a beer. Feeling, feeling a little, little coasting on that, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's rough. There's no news, really. I mean, I'm trying to keep myself busy. I feel like everybody else out there is doing the same thing. Um, yeah, day 14, slow one. They're going to happen. We had a long road ahead of us, folks. I'm sure there'll be greater content coming out of this soon. Um, until then, everybody out there, stay safe, and I hope you all enjoyed this week's set of video logs. And that was Drew's Doomsday Journal. Catch it here again in Section 312 next week as we continue the adventure that is Drew's life. But now it's time for us to put our lives on the line in a fight with animals. The starting five worst animals to have on your team in a fight. uh, Yeah, we'll go Jeremy. I'm thinking of a number between one... And four. Okay. Now it's going to be very short here. You're going to want to guess the number right away. What is it? Two. Jeremy or Matt. Matt. What's the range again? One through four. 
one through four. Um, can it be one or four, or does it have to be between one and four? Which you you know the rules. Choose a number. Know. I'm just gonna play it safe and go with two. He already took two. Well, I'm gonna play it safe and go with three. <laughs> he is going. Between. He is going with three. The number was four. Nobody got it. I'm gonna go first. Then it's gonna go Matt at three, and Jeremy is going at the very end. So we're going down four, three, two. It's going me, Matt, Jeremy. I'll start it off. Starting five worst animals to having a fight. I'm going with the sloth. Right. <laughs> He's gonna lay there. He's not gonna do anything. He's not gonna help me. Gonna take forever lifting his arm. Going with the sloth. Maybe he can be a distraction. Maybe a diversion. <laughs> or everybody's just going to ignore him like they do with Matt and 2K. Um, <laughs> hey, guys, I'm open. Okay, go for that contested layup. Fine. Um, Speaking of 2K, I just got 2K for the Xbox. Okay, that's cool, guy, I, but where's, where's, where's your PS4 one? I think they're cross-compatible. Nah. What? Not yet. Oh, well. Oh, well. I mean, I've been... I'll Google it. You should have gotten the show. Yeah, guy. Matt! Um, worst animal. Let's see. Let's, let, let's see here. How about... A naked mole rat. <laughs> yeah, that would be a pretty nice. bad animal nice. to have in a fight. Yeah, because it's small and it can't do shit. And it's naked. You gotta be clothed, you man. You gotta have some armor. Although Rufus could help you out in the fight. Man, you're right. I forgot about that guy. Rufus could help you. From Kim yeah, Possible, right? right? Kim Possible. Yeah, yeah that's Rufus. Right. <laughs> All right. For me, since I have back-to-back picks here, I'm going with just a regular frog. I know there's poison <laughs> dart dart frogs that could be useful, but. Just so a it's free frog. Yes, just a regular frog. They're just, you know, they might get in the way, but like, I feel like they're just going to get in the way of you. So I'm going to go with a frog, and then I'm going to go with a rabbit. It would help Thumper, you. I'm, I'm sorry, but Thumper is not who I'm, who I'm picking in a, in a Mortal Kombat brawl. But he's got yeah, like rabbit me. kicks. But the rabbits are tiny, man. I mean, how how lethal is a rabbit kick really going to be? If he gets you to the eyes, if he gets to something's eyes before he dies and just kicks the shit out of it, that rabbit could do some damage. I don't know, man. I got another one. Okay. How about him? We do these outlines, right? So you have your yeah. list ahead of time. <laughs> I just didn't think about it. I was do I was setting up some live stream stuff for testing, but I made my pick. Let's go with a mouse. A mouse. A mouse. They're small too. How, like what? What? What's good as a mouse? You can. You just set up a trap and they're dead. They're stupid. So yeah, <laughs> I don't think a mouse would help you. Yeah, unless there wasn't like an elephant type thing attacking you, then a mouse could help you. Um, back-to-back picks here. I'm going to go with a bat because I feel like a bat, they sleep all day. So if I get jumped during the day, the bat's not even going to be around to help me. Um, So I'm going to go with a bat. Then my third one, I'm going to go with... Ooh, this is a tough one. So you even made up the outline, and you knew what it's going to be. Well, you guys took a couple of mine. Okay. <laughs> Good. So, man. Okay, we're going to... I'm going to go with a penguin. As much as I like penguins, <laughs> I don't think a penguin would help me in a fight. They might help me yeah. get into a club, because they're already dressed all fancy. But <laughs> they couldn't so, help me in a fight. But let's let's think about it here. How slippery is the venue? Because they can go pretty fast when it's icy and slippery. They could just wipe somebody out, you know. 
Trip him up. <laughs> or squat up. Yeah. Squat up on you. Bunch of Mr. Popper's penguins showing up. Yeah, if I get an army of penguins, <laughs> then I can do some damage. I'm, uh, what is this? Pick number four? Three. Three? God. Um, what about a salamander? Yeah, a salamander would suck. Yeah, like, what are they going to just sit there and look cool? So a salamander... Jeremy, yep. back-to-back picks. Yeah, so I'm going to go with Peacock for pick number three. and I almost took go... the Peacock. I almost Peacocks did. are aggressive, dude. Uh, yeah, but in battle, like, like, I feel like a, the Peacock would be the equivalent of the guy who wouldn't want to get his face punched in a fight. You know, like He'd go into the fight and be like, nothing in the face. Like, I feel like that'd be the version of a Peacock. Where be like, I have to protect my feathers, you know. So, so peacock, whenever they whenever they see somebody coming, it's either here's my feathers, let's frick, or here's my feathers, get the frick away. You know, sure, they're man. aggressive. They're aggressive creatures. Sure, man. Anyway, my fourth pick would have to be sticking with the bird theme. We'll go with flamingos as well. <laughs> yeah, a flamingo wouldn't help you. Yeah. They just stand there with one leg in the water and they just look. <laughs> you don't know if that's a real flamingo or if it's a fake flamingo. Yeah. Okay. Matt, you got your fourth one. I'm assuming that it's not in a Japanese video game and I'm going to go with a turtle. <laughs> a turtle. They get scared, man. They just get in their shell and then wait for the fight to be over. That's shit. I don't want what about that a snapping turtle, though? Okay. Ah, see, we're not we're getting specific here. I just said turtle, mm-hmm. one of those right, box good. turtles. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna stick with your theme. I'm gonna take a possum because he's just gonna lay on his back and pretend to be dead. <laughs> That's a good strategy. So I'm gonna take the opossum, the and then for my fifth pick, I'm gonna take the common deer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they are kind of scaredy cats, aren't they? They just run when they hear something. And they can totally re- frick up your car, though. Don't you remember that video of the deer like stomping out that dog, though? I do remember that. But that yeah, was a buck. That wasn't a deer. That wasn't like a dove. That was a buck. A dove? He or, said... A doe. He, he said <laughs> a doe, I think. Oh. A doe. <laughs> That's all. I was like, wait a minute, what animal are we talking about? I don't. This this whole staying inside thing has got my head just in all different directions tonight. Matt, okay, final Quinn. pick. This is pick number five or four. Five. Five. Fifth and final pick. I'm going to go with snail. <laughs> Solid, solid yeah. pick. It's 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 like the sloth, but you know. I did not get picked yet. Yeah. But it's also gonna wait. Oh, for real? I thought it was, I thought it was my shit. No, I said, how did it not get picked yet? Oh, I thought I thought you said I did not pick yet. <laughs> like, oh shit, sorry, my bad. Yeah, snail. That's a good one, and it's uh, and it's small too. I can't do shit. <laughs> Jeremy, end it. Send us home. To round that out. I will go with the slug. Oh, come on. Similar to the the snail, the slug, not much help in a battle. Hey, I did you guys a favor, didn't say toad. What's the difference? (laughs) What's the difference between a slug and a snail? Just the snail has a shell or? A slug is bigger, I think. Puts out more slime, I think. So the slug's just a little chunk. Is, basic, is it like a snail without the shell? Yeah, that's a slug. 
Yeah. Okay. And that wraps up the starting five. Matt, get us out of here. Oh. Um, my wife just informed me slugs. Um, all you have to do is put salt on them and they die. So they're useless. Yeah, good pick. Go. Yeah, good pick. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to Section 312. Uh, you can find us at section312.com. That's where we host our podcast. And, um, you know, learn a little bit about us. Follow our social medias, which you can find at Section 312 Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, and uh, don't forget, we are an affiliate of Midwest Sports Network. Uh, they are our friends at mwsn.net. And uh, go ahead and check them out too, man. And that wraps up this week, Section 312. Come sitting here next week in Section 312. As I don't know what guests we're going to pull out of the vault next week, but we are going to pull one of our interviews out of the vault. Whether it's an RMP wrestler, whether it's an old friend, an old coach, you can catch it all here at Section 312.